This Rise and Shine podcast series has been made possible by the generosity of the Zeitelman Family Foundation, which is committed to the unity and continuity of the Jewish people through meaningful and relevant Jewish education and wisdom. For some of us who struggle to understand why we're even here on this earth, places of fear and doubt can actually be clues to our purpose. These feelings are also a gift from God. They're the roadmaps to finding ourselves. This is Rise and Shine, a podcast that offers timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations to fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. Here is Adrian Gold Davis. James Neal Hollingworth, who goes by the pseudonym Ambrose Redmoon, once said that courage is not the absence of fear, but rather the judgment that something else is more important than fear. For me, this is the ultimate definition of courage. It reminds me of that original Nike slogan, you know, just do it. And I can tell you that the times in my life where I needed and exercised courage, most of all were not times without terror. So in Proverbs, King Solomon writes that fear and courage are brothers. When we read the value of going out of our comfort zones, I have always wished that there was greater transparency, that someone would just say to you, you need to do this, you're going to be scared to death, but the outcome will be worth all the fear. Or maybe something like this, you're going to be out of your mind with terror and you may never see the fruits of your labor in this lifetime, but doing good is better than feeling good in the moment. Many years back, when I first quit smoking, I remember a friend telling me that I would be miserable. She said I was going to ache and be physically and mentally off kilter for weeks, if not months. But I remember that once the compulsion passed, I found an unimaginable freedom. She was right. So I expected the agony. I wasn't surprised or frightened by the withdrawal. And somehow that made it manageable. In many ways, knowing what's ahead helps us to deal with the pain, particularly when you know that it will end. Because so much fear is based in the erroneous belief that this is never going to end. I'm going to be miserable like this for the rest of my life. I'm never going to be happy again. This is going to hurt forever. And this mindset happens to be the work of the evil inclination that exists in all of us. In Hebrew, we call it the Yetzer Hara. The Yetzer Hara, the evil inclination, often masquerades itself as doubt. It tells us to just give up because success is impossible. And I believe that so many of us are afraid to move past our comfort zones less because of the discomfort and more because of the fear of failure. For the Torah reminds us in Perke Avot, the ethics of our fathers, that it is not incumbent upon you to complete the task, but neither can you neglect to begin it. Where there is much effort, there is much reward. So the meta message here is the antidote to that fear of failure. It's not about how things end up. It's about stepping up to the plate. And we're judged by the Almighty in accordance with our efforts. But efforts we must make. Now, all of us have differing areas of our lives 
where we're overwhelmed with doubt and fear. And based on our upbringing or our inherent nature or our traumas and our tendencies, these areas can be as diverse as doubts and fears about our intelligence, about our talent or lack thereof, about our bodies. The work of life is to understand that there is no shame in the places that go bump in the night for us that God created us and wants us to use this journey as souls in bodies to work on those areas. For some of us who struggle to understand why we're even here on this earth, these places of fear and doubt can actually be clues to our purpose. Each of us come to earth on a soul journey that refines and attempts to correct and even perfect these issues, these feelings are also a gift from God. They're the roadmaps to finding ourselves. You know, the secular philosopher Soren Kierkegaard once said, to dare is to lose one's footing momentarily. To not dare is to lose oneself. So with Purim just ahead, I like to think of Queen Esther as a role model of the value of courage. She was an orphan girl. She was kidnapped by the palace, brought to a harem to compete against her will in what amounted to a beauty pageant for the replacement of the king's banished wife. So there's many comments about Esther's looks in the Megillah, the story, including a reference that she refused the additional cosmetics and embellishments that the women of the harem were entitled to. So one can perhaps assume that in Esther, this king saw a natural, guileless innocence and beauty. He saw her internality, her radiant soul. So he chose her as his bride. And she kept her Jewish faith and identity as a secret on the advice of her uncle Mordechai, who raised her. But still, she bravely did what she had to do, covertly, to keep kosher ate only beans and other vegetarian offerings. And she'd keep the Sabbath by naming her handmaidens by the days of the week so she would always know when it was Shabbat. She did this to guard her soul. Then danger came in the form of the political leader and nefarious Haman, second in command after Esther's husband, the king. It was he who arranged to have the Jews destroyed based on his personal vendetta against Esther's uncle Mordechai the Jew because Mordechai refused to bow to him. Mordechai sent a message to her that she has to speak up. She has to go to her husband. Now is the time to tell him who she is, who her people are. But Esther was terrified. In fact, I'm going to read you the actual text from the Megillah Esther, the book of Esther, that Mordechai said to her after she expressed her reservations and reasons not to do so. I mean, after all, she risked being killed. And he said this, And Mordechai ordered to reply to Esther, Do not imagine to yourself that you will escape the king's house from among all the Jews. For if you remain silent at this time, relief and rescue will arise for the Jews from elsewhere, and you and your father's household will perish. And who knows whether at a time like this you will attain the kingdom. And then Esther ordered to reply to Mordechai, Go, 
Assemble the Jews who are present in Shushan and fast on my behalf. Neither eat nor drink for three days, day and night. Also I and my maidens will fast in a like manner. Then I will go to the king, contrary to the law, and if I perish, I perish. This is courage. It is the determination that when we must do the right thing, the courageous thing, it is because something greater than our emotions are at stake. In the case of Queen Esther, it was the survival of her people. She felt the fear and she did it anyway. And she employed several mitigating factors, okay? So she brought the community together. She used fasting as a spiritual tool from imploring help from the heavens. And she came up with a plan. And Esther prevailed. And so we celebrate the spiritual DNA of Esther in each of us. We just do it. This poem, as we don our costumes, drink our wine... Can you spend a little time examining where your fear is preventing you from doing what needs to be done? Can you employ a plan, gain strength from your community and your creator, and move forward despite or in spite of it all? Because, my friends, we're all queens. It's time to put on those big girl pants and straighten up our crowns. Thanks for listening to Rise and Shine. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Adrian again next time for more timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations that fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. This podcast was sponsored by the Zeitelman Family Foundation. Spread the wisdom. Inspire Jewish individuals around the globe by supporting Momentum's podcasts. To sponsor, contact podcast at MomentumUnlimited.org. You're listening to a Momentum podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.